All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Boca Podcast, a special edition episode of the Boca Podcast. You've heard us talk a lot about brand position on the podcast. In our regular episodes, we have our dedicated brand position consultation episodes. We've created a worksheet to go along with those consultation episodes where you can work on developing or defining your own brand position statement. And uh, we figured we'd also go ahead and record some audio to go along with that worksheet as well. So if you've not downloaded that worksheet yet, you can go to bocapodcast.com slash brand dash position. And uh, we'll put that in the show notes at bocapodcast.com to go along with this episode. But you can download that worksheet and uh, I'm going to kind of talk you through the worksheet. Now, brand position, it's not a point of conversation in our industry that often. Um, I mean, I would venture that most photographers, if you say, hey, what's what's brand position? They probably couldn't answer that effectively. And of course, we've ultimately capitalized on the opportunity to talk about it because I think it's one of the most important pieces of the marketing puzzle. It's not the only piece by any means, but it's a highly valuable piece. And yet many, if not most photographers in our industry have not established a clear and distinct brand position for their business. So you'll notice at the top of the worksheet, brand position, we've defined it, the unique value proposition that my business offers my market. Now, the key word there is unique. Most photographers, when I ask them what makes their business unique in their marketplace, I I hear a phrase or an idea that I've heard countless times from other photographers as well. And they may not be in the same market, but my point is that our industry has a tendency of just kind of copying and pasting, maybe tweaking slightly, but copying and pasting. We're doing a lot of the same things that other photographers are doing, which hurts our efforts or our potential desire to stand out in the marketplace. So the value proposition, the way that we add value to a potential client's life as a photographer, that value proposition that we're communicating needs to be unique. And we'll talk about how to do that later on in the worksheet. But the unique value proposition that my business offers my market, my marketplace, for most of you listening in, it's probably going to be your local town, city, potentially region. I know that a few of you are also occasionally shooting out of state, potentially even out of the country, and that's really awesome. But the majority of your efforts are focused in a local marketplace. So your brand position is the value proposition that your business offers in your market, and hopefully it's actually unique. Now, what are the benefits of a clear and distinct brand position? We've talked about this on the podcast before, but just to review, your potential clients will immediately know your unique value proposition. So uh, the way that you should be, or one of the ways you should be communicating this brand position statement is on your websites. When they get to the website, they type in, you know, whatever it is, nathanholritz.com. They land there and they see immediately in bold, big, bold text what your brand position statement is. They don't have to scroll down to go looking for it. They don't have to comb through paragraphs of text. It should just be a simple statement, a few words, maybe a phrase that communicates the brand position above the fold, as in I don't have to scroll to see it above the fold, whether in your, you're on a mobile website or you're on the regular desktop website, they should see it right there and they'll immediately know what your brand stands for, what your position is. And then as a result, the second benefit, it immediately filters irrelevant potential clients. So if they say, and for, for my example, I'll say that I am a, uh, a wedding photographer that photographs in black and white or a black and white wedding photographer for skateboarders. So I'm a wedding photographer. The variation on the service is that I only photograph in black and white and my target market is skateboarders. If I have that statement, 
black and white wedding photographer for skateboarders. And I can even say in the Chattanooga market or in Chattanooga, which is the area that I live in, anybody that doesn't fit that statement immediately can go somewhere else because they know they're not going to be a fit for my business. So it naturally filters irrelevant potential clients. The third benefit is that it simplifies and focuses my marketing efforts. And so naturally, if I'm not juggling multiple messages, which you'll see a lot of photographers do, one of the things that became really popular over the last number of years is to have three words that represent your brand. And in many cases, you'll probably find if you're coming through photographers' websites that those three words don't necessarily go together. They're kind of their own ideas, each their own ideas. And it'd be one thing if the photographer picked one of those ideas and built their whole brand about it around it. But instead, they have three ideas that they're trying to juggle. Or if you comb through the copy on their website, they're communicating different ideas as well, rather than focusing in on a primary idea or ultimately a brand position. So if I have a singular brand position, it simplifies and focuses my marketing efforts because now all of my marketing efforts are driven by this particular position or an effort to support that particular position. The fourth benefit of a clear and distinct brand position is that it encourages better time management. This goes along with not having to juggle multiple messages, but if I have one particular brand position that my business represents, everything that I do should be focused on ultimately delivering on that brand position. And as a result, I can then filter out irrelevant activities, tasks, projects that don't support that brand position. So it encourages better time management. The next step here on the worksheet is to go ahead and put your business name down. There might be opportunity to to potentially change your business name as a result of the work that you do on your brand position. It's not necessary, but for the time being, just go ahead and put your business name there, the market that you're based in. And it's important, by the way, to decide on ideally a singular market. I understand expanding and maybe maybe the area, the region that you live in, it makes more sense to, to call out a particular or more than one particular city. Maybe there are a couple of cities that, that you go ahead and list there that you're focusing on. But specificity and focus, as we just talked about, enables better time management and ultimately more efficiency in your marketing efforts, potentially. So focusing on on a particular marketplace and just really owning that marketplace with your brand position uh, is going to be an easier, simpler, more efficient way to go about things. So my suggestion as a general rule would be to focus on one particular marketplace, but go ahead and put your marketplace there. And then the services that you offer, um, if you're a wedding photographer, portrait photographer, family photographer, boudoir photographer, whatever you are, go ahead and list those services. Yet again, I'm going to encourage you to narrow down the number of services that you're offering. In an ideal world, I'd recommend focusing on just one particular genre. So if you're a wedding photographer, just do that. You may photograph families occasionally just because naturally your clients come back and they want family photography, but you're not marketing that. You focus on marketing one particular service. Now, again, there are exceptions to this or there can be exceptions to this, but it's it's not going to be... Uh, shall I say, the norm. Um, And as far as my recommendations are concerned, the more focused you are, the easier your job is in marketing and ultimately converting clients. I'd recommend focusing on a particular service. If you're a wedding photographer, go that route, figure out a brand position within wedding photography. If you're a family portrait photographer, do the same thing. A maternity photographer, do the same thing. Boudoir photographer, same thing. Be specific. The more specific you are, it makes your job easier when it comes to marketing and ultimately marketing to and ultimately booking your clients. Naturally, the specific service that you offer will help you 
narrow down then the market that you're marketing to, the people that you're marketing to. Who do you serve? Who who is your target client? Take some time to think about this because ultimately who you are serving the marketing copy that you write, whether it's your actual brand position statement or additional supporting copy on your website, potentially on you know Facebook, social media in general, ad campaigns that you run, um, you need to make sure that the copy is reflection is a reflection of your target market. You need to speak their language, get to know who those people are in great great detail. And then the copy that you write will be even more relevant and as a result, even more effective. So be specific here again. Who are you serving? And the more specific you are, uh, the better off you'll be in your efforts to market effectively. What's unique about the experience that, that you offer as a business? That's the next line there on the worksheet. Now, this might be a question mark for you. Maybe this is part of the process of developing your brand position is that you need to figure out how to offer something unique. So you may not currently be offering a, an, a truly, and again, I emphasize truly unique here because you know I, it's, it's so easy to look at what other photographers are doing and just kind of copy and paste. Come up with something that's truly unique in your market. If I look right now in the Chattanooga market, I can almost 100% guarantee you that I am, as a black and white wedding photographer serving skateboarders in the Chattanooga market, there is nobody else doing that. Now, it's a very narrow focus, but that puts me in a really great place because I can own that market. As a caveat, I'll say that I may not have enough business serving that particular or offering that unique service to that particular market just in Chattanooga, so I might have to broaden that. I might have to serve... Um, a particular region in Tennessee or maybe the state of Tennessee. And then, you know, I, as I build my business, I might have an opportunity to further my market, grow my market to generate additional revenue by moving nationally. And that's a conversation kind of in and of itself. But nonetheless, make sure that the experience that you're coming up with, um, if you don't have one yet, is truly unique to that marketplace. And if you are already there, well, that experience will naturally help you then create a clear brand position statement. You might already be offering a unique service. You just need to figure out how to effectively communicate the brand position that you represent as you offer that unique experience. But what is unique about the experience you offer as a wedding photographer, portrait photographer, or otherwise? The reasons you are a photographer. Now, if you do listen to the Boca podcast, you might have heard me talk about the idea of a big picture view. The big picture view being your so-called overarching goals um, that drive your personal life, but as a result should then also trickle down to your business and determine the business model that you generate and ultimately, of course, associated with that, the brand position. This idea of a big picture view is is a phrase that I borrowed from Julie Morgenstern in her book, Time Management from the Inside Out. But she talks about the significance of how a big picture view filters out or helps you create a filter amidst chaos, right? You can filter out that which is not applicable to you, not necessary, not relevant, and focus on that which actually matters for your business in the context of this conversation. So having that big picture view that can be driven by your values, your big goals in life will help you in establishing a clear brand position because you want to develop a brand position that is a reflection of those personal values, those personal goals, and it'll help minimize burnout, make you that much more excited about getting up in the morning and doing this work. So all of that to say, reasons I'm a photographer, this should go a little bit deeper than, you know, I, I like cool cameras. Uh, hopefully it'll go deeper than that. 
And this will ultimately help you develop a more effective brand position that is that, that feels like a reflection of who you are. Certainly, it could be artistic in nature, but it might be philosophical. And I hope that it, in some ways, is associated with financial goals. There could be other reasons as well, but this is where you're going to put those reasons. Now, the next thing that you're going to do is look at your competition. And believe it or not, this is not that complicated. We have this wonderful tool called Google. And so from my particular instance, the example that I gave earlier, if I'm a black and white wedding photographer in Chattanooga, or maybe I'm just a wedding photographer in Chattanooga, I'm trying to come up with a unique brand position statement like black and white wedding photography for skateboarders in Chattanooga. I'm going to search Chattanooga wedding photographer or Chattanooga wedding photography. And then I'm going to look at at least the first three, maybe four pages of results, organic results when I do that search. And I'm going to look at each of those websites that come up and I'm going to look and see if those businesses have a clear and distinct brand position. If not, awesome. That puts me in an even better position to create something that is unique. Uh, It might make my job easier, in fact, in that regard. But look at the business, see if they have a clear and distinct brand position. Go ahead and make note of that if they do. And um, this this effort at competitor research may spill over like if you've actually printed this worksheet off onto the back of the page because it looks like we've got spaces there for four different businesses. They're going to be a lot more than four when you do this search if you're looking at the first three or four pages of Google results. So go ahead and go you know, to flip that worksheet over and start taking notes on the backside as well. But look at the results or if, if you like to type information, go to Evernote and just create a document in Evernote or a comparable note taking a piece of software and note the business name and brand position of these businesses. This creates awareness for you to more effectively then position yourself against those businesses. Now, listen, I understand that the concept of community over competition, which of course the rising tide society is largely um, encouraged in our photography community. And I'm behind that idea, but we also can't um, avoid the reality, which is that our clients, they don't care about that. Ultimately, they're looking for an option. They're looking for the best option. And so as a result, other photographers in our market, they actually are our competition. And so we have to keep that in mind. We have to keep the, the, um, that, I guess, level of objectivity uh, in our consideration of a clear and distinct brand position. So do the research, do the Google search, see the business names, note the brand positions if they have them. And then what this is going to enable you to do is... Uh, is ultimately to be able to, to know where you can go in the market, where there is a hole in the market. If these photographers are already saying these things or these are the services that they're offering, what can I offer that is different than them? And uh, that really is a natural segue to the next part of the worksheet four ways to establish a clear and distinct brand position. As you look at the marketplace, you have to ask yourself, is there a position that has not truly been owned yet? What does this mean? Well, if, if nobody, and this is frankly probably the maybe the most difficult of all four of these ways to establish a clear and distinct brand position, if nobody is really owning the marketplace as a boudoir photographer in Chattanooga, let's say, there might be an opportunity for you to say, I am you know, Chattanooga's premier boudoir photographer. Now, this is a bit risky. Because first of all, you have to actually follow through on this. I mean, you better offer experience that blows the competition just totally out of the water. They can't even touch 
And then you can own that position. Otherwise, you're just going to look very kind of cliche because some photographers do this. They'll say that they are, you know, some version of I'm the premier wedding photographer in, and then they name the marketplace, Chattanooga, San Francisco, whatever the marketplace might be. But this is one direction that you can go. If you do your market research and nobody has really truly owned that uh, particular position, uh, i.e. the position of being the whatever, fill in the service, you can go that route, but you just better back it up with everything, the the experience, the website, the, the quality of the product that you're delivering on, um, but you've got a big challenge ahead of you. The second way to go about establishing a clear and distinct brand position would be to offer a service that doesn't exist. Now, this is this could also be a bit complicated or challenging as well, because if you're in a even a decent-sized marketplace, like I'm in Chattanooga, um, this is not a very massive market, maybe a half million people or so in the broader Chattanooga area there are going to be enough photographers here offering a variety of services. It's going to be tough to establish a service that just simply doesn't exist. Uh, at that, you know, I mean, if well, I'll just leave it at that, that is going to be a tough thing, but there might still be an opportunity. This is probably going to be more applicable to smaller markets where there aren't as many photographers and you can look for a service that doesn't exist. And if it supports your big picture view, run with it, grab that thing and run with it and own it. That would be another way to offer or to establish a clear and distinct brand position. Now, the third and fourth are going to be the more common, slightly easier ways of establishing a clear and distinct brand position to offer number three, a variation of a service. So I can say I'm a wedding photographer in Chattanooga. That doesn't help me stand out. If I say I'm a black and white wedding photographer in Chattanooga, I'm a wedding photographer who only photographs in black and white. Boom. Now I stand out right? That is a variation of a service. If nobody else is communicating or owning that particular variation, I immediately stand out. So somebody lands on my website and it says black and white wedding photography in Chattanooga or your black and white, Chattanooga's black and white wedding photographer. That's a simple statement. Boom. They know how I am different than anybody else. And I do everything in my power as I develop my business to support that particular brand position. And I mean, even just thinking about that, I actually kind of get excited. It would be a really cool opportunity. But that is a variation example of a variation of a service. So you may be a wedding photographer. You might be a portrait photographer. You might be a boudoir photographer. You might be a commercial photographer, whatever it is. But you need a descriptor, a qualifier, an adjective, um, something that is that makes the service that you're offering a variation that is distinct from any other photographer in the area. So that's a third way to establish a clear and distinct brand position. The fourth is to name a target market. And I gave an example of this earlier. The variation being, of course, that I'm a black and white wedding photographer, but I said four skateboarders. So I'm naming a marketplace. Now, a lot of photographers already do this, um, or many, I should say many do anyway, that are, well, where they're calling out a location as their target market. The problem is, again, you're going to see many photographers already doing that. So you have competition. You could have many, you could have a number of photographers, for example, in Chattanooga saying, I am a Chattanooga wedding photographer. I'm a wedding photographer in Chattanooga. And that doesn't make me distinct. So I need to be more specific. Calling out a location is fine if you also have another qualifier, another target market that you're calling out. Um, and, or at least a variation of a service that's unique. But when I say name a target market, my suggestion would be to call out a particular group of people. So I, again, I made mention of the example, black and white wedding photography for skateboarders. If you're in a position in your marketplace 
that you can offer a service to a particular subset of people in that marketplace that is going to enable you to stand out. Now, as I also alluded to, if I, for example, want to market wedding, black and white wedding photography to skateboarders, that is going to immediately narrow the field of potential business significantly, even to the extent that it might not support my financial goals. I mentioned earlier that the big picture view, that idea of a big picture view, part of what is innate to a big picture view is financial goals. I have to make a certain amount of money, not only to meet my needs, but also to support my desires, my wants. And if there are not enough skateboarders in the Chattanooga market to support those financial goals, I'm going to either have to pick a different market or a subset of the market to focus on, to call out, or I might have to go ahead and broaden my marketplace. So maybe I don't just photograph in Chattanooga, maybe, maybe I photograph in you know Southeast Tennessee, or maybe I photograph in Tennessee. So I'm black and white wedding photographers for Tennessee skateboarders or skateboarders in Tennessee. And my SEO would support an effort at targeting that particular subset in that marketplace. But naming a target market would be the fourth way to establish a clear and distinct brand position. All right, so that is the worksheet. Now you can see the next section is the brand position, the brainstorming, and uh, or brand <laughs> brainstorm the brand positioning, I should say. And this is where there's a little bit of space for you to start jotting down ideas. Again, this would naturally carry over to the back side of the page or an additional page or pages. Um, it's, it may take a little bit of time. And again, you can go to Evernote or your other digital tools to do the same thing, but start thinking about your big picture view, your overarching set of goals, your value set personally, how that translates then to the services that you are interested in offering. You look at your marketplace and then ultimately determine a clear and distinct brand position. By the way, when I say clear, make sure that you're not using words that are just relevant to the photography industry. For example, we'll say that we're natural light photographers, and that might be important to us and to the industry and in conversation with other photographers. Most of our clients don't care so much about the fact that you're a natural light photographer. They don't even totally know what that means or how that translates to the finished product. So use words that are valuable to your potential market, your target client. And that's why when we talked about the people that we serve earlier, that's and, and writing copy that is relevant to that market, that's what we're talking about here. So make sure when we say clear, we're not using words that are more clear to photographers, less clear to a potential client in our marketplace. Also make sure that that brand position statement is short. So just a few words, maybe four or five words, three or four words if you can, but four or five words, a phrase, a sentence at most, but they need to be able to glance at that phrase. I hesitate to say sentence because I don't want to encourage something that long, but those few words, they need to be able to glance at them when they land on the homepage of your website without scrolling, see that large font, that bold, large font stating your brand position. They need to be able to glance at that and read it within you know a couple seconds, if that, because remember, attention spans are short. And so we need when I say clear, uh, I should also add simple or short. Uh, make sure that the words you're using are clear. They're not arbitrary. They don't have to wonder what it actually means. We we use, as photographers, these vague uh, terms a lot of times that don't actually communicate something very specific to that potential client. Uh, so make sure that they are clear, that it is simple, it's short, it's easy to read and understand in a, you know, just a second or two. That is the goal here. All right. That is the brand position worksheet. Let me know if you have questions. You can shoot me an email, nathan at bocapodcast.com. 
And I hope that this worksheet is helpful to you. I hope the brand position consultations, all of our conversation about brand position, I hope it's ultimately helpful to you. I know that we talk a lot about it, but I don't see photographers really moving in the direction of consistently utilizing a clear and distinct brand position in their businesses. And so I think there's opportunity here for us to work on this. And just to reiterate, there is this is a piece of the marketing puzzle. I don't want you to think that I'm suggesting this is the only way that you're going to be able to more effectively book clients. But it is a very important element that's not discussed enough. And uh, so I cannot recommend enough that you spend some time developing a clear and distinct brand position in your marketplace. Make sure, make sure, make sure that it is actually unique. And good luck as you do this work. Have an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the Boca Podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Milu, the simplest way for photographers and coordinators to collaborate on shot lists and timelines for weddings, parties, and other amazing events. Visit Milu, M-I-I-L-U.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the professional photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.